Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every week, you'll hear powerful messages from world-renowned pastors that air on Miracle Channel, Canada's 24-7 Christian TV station. And if you want to watch more of their messages anytime you want, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from David Craig. As an associate pastor and music director at Springs Church, David knows how to help people connect with God's Word in a powerful way. Known for his engaging preaching style, he uses life experiences to illustrate truths from God's Word. And now, David will share how you can live in peace every day. Let's dive into the message. What we're going to be diving into today is a message that uh, I'm going to try to change a lot of people's perception about the word peace. Peace is a, a, an, it's a, a beautiful thing. It seems to be something that everyone's always seeking, looking for, trying to find ways to get more peace in their life. Um, I've heard people say, yeah, that person's found their peace, right? Like almost like it's a subjective thing that you look at and it's different to everybody. That's one way to look at it. I would define it and Jesus defines it as a world's peace. We're going to be looking at what God's peace is, what Jesus's peace is, because it is a totally different thing. And I'm going to show you the steps of how we move into that and how we can actually have a lifetime of peace despite problems you may be facing, despite circumstances you may be facing. So I hope you're ready, ready for the word. Grab your Bible, grab your notepads. The title of my message simply is Feeling Good Like I Should. That's my message. Maybe you've heard a song like that. I love that song. That song's been on my heart just because it speaks to this this anthem that we can have in life despite what's going on in our life. Anyways, let's go ahead. Let's dive into where I'm going to be reading from God's scripture here. Firstly, we're going to dive into 1 Peter uh, chapter 5. You got your Bibles. Turn there, starting at verse 5. It simply says, Likewise, you younger people, submit yourself to your elders. Hey, if you consider yourself an elder... This is where you type, amen, submit. (laughs) Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him. Why? Because he cares for you. So that's our first verse we're going to be going on. The other one I want to read to you is in John. This is the fourth gospel of John. We're going to read first in John 14, 27 to 30. What it says here simply is, this is Jesus speaking. He goes, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. See, Jesus is talking about a different type of peace. He says, not as the world gives peace, but I give you a different peace. And the last verse we're going to be going to here is in John as well. John chapter 16, verse 32 to 33. It says here again, Jesus is talking. It's one of his last interactions with his disciples before he ascends. He goes and says, Indeed, the hour is coming. Yes, how is now come, that you will be scattered, each to his own, and you will leave me alone. But yet I am not alone, because the Father 
is with me. These things I have spoken to you, that in me, Jesus is saying, in him you may have peace. In the world you will have trials, there's going to be stuff going on in the world, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. That is so powerful to dive in. We're going to dive into that in just a moment. Let's pray. Father, we come before you in Jesus' name. God, we just thank you for your love. We thank you for your word. We thank you for everything that you are in our hearts and our minds. Father, we thank you that uh, you're going to knock out anything in our head that might be distracting. Help us dive into your word. Help us dive into you. We want to know you better. We want to become closer with you because we know through faith in you and relationship with you is the key to life. The key to having an um, amazing, beautiful life. But not only that, it's the key to becoming better people and more and more like Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, everyone in the agreement said, Amen. If you believe that as well. It's such an interesting topic, peace, because there's so many misconceptions. And peace is something we hear about all the time. But what I believe true peace is, like it's really a subjective phrase if you think about it. People have different meanings of peace. But what I believe and what the Word of God says true peace is, is connecting to God intimately, heart to heart. And in that connection, see, in that connection where there's trust and confidence, there is assurance, there's a realization and experience. See, not just in the knowledge of knowing, there's actual experience, an experiential part of it that all of God's resources, everything that is a part of God and His promises and the kingdom of God, you have access to. So, to put it in the shorter version, I believe true peace is, like Jesus said in John, stuff might come at you, trials might hit you, problems are going to happen, things are going to happen in this world, but you can have peace despite the problems in your face. Why? Because Jesus has overcome the world. Why? Because And because of our relationship with Him. So that's what we're going to be diving into. You know, when I was young, I, my mom and dad, they always made sure that my house, my parents' place, was the center focus. It was the, the place where all of our friends could come to. It was like an open-door policy. After youth, we'd have people come back over, often hanging out till 2, 3 a.m. in the morning. My parents wanted our place to kind of be that center place. And I remember this one time, I was a young kid, probably 12 or 13 years old, and I had a bunch of buddies over after school, and there's a sleepover. Everyone's kind of crashing in the basement. And, and I don't know if you guys have done this before, but we would be like up all night long. Like when you come for a sleepover, there's no sleepover. Like it's drive your parents crazy overs, what it should be renamed as. We would do things like we call it the gauntlet. We'd get on hockey gloves and hockey helmets and we'd have like like uh, uh, rage in the cage matches where it'd be all out kind of brawls with a little head protection. But we would do these kind of things. We'd often sneak out of the house and get up to trouble in the neighborhood. Just things, honestly, if you think your kids don't do this when they're 12 or 13, watch one of their sleepovers. They probably do this kind of stuff. Anyways, there was one moment where I remember in the morning, maybe early in the morning, my mom came down after Evan had left, maybe like 10, 11 in the morning, all the kids are gone. And my mom just said this comment, finally, some peace and quiet. <laughs> it's a funny phrase because we often, we often associate peace with quiet, tranquility, a lack of problems, maybe in the middle of a lake, fishing, a serene surrounding, no noise. Like when we say we're trying to find peace or I found an inner peace, 
a lot of times that, or most of the time, that means, hey, things are good, no problems, I got everything under control. It's like this outward manipulation of my environment to where it's like, ah, I can manage this, I can handle this. The problem with that, that is 100% dependent upon what is going on in your world. And as you know, the more and more you try to control your world, probably you realize the more and more you can't control it. Can't control people, you can't control things that life kicks up at you. That might seem like a complete lack of peace defined by the world in this year that we're in. So you see the problem that happens when we as Christians or as people keep saying, I want to find peace. It's dependent on something outward. When true peace is connecting with God and understanding us as Christians can have access to everything that God has, life, godliness, peace, patience, understanding, wisdom, um, health, finances, all these things, attributes, life, uh, breakthrough, all these things that come with believing in God and what His Word says, all of that can be ours no matter what circumstance we go through. My one point that I want to make to here is what we read in our first verse in 1 Peter. It simply says, Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. See, we're going to enlighten this a little bit, but this writer understood his audience. He was writing to a Jewish audience. He understood that the mighty hand of God represented something to the Jewish audience. That it represented that this hand was sacred to this people. That this hand represented um, bringing the people out of Egypt. This hand represented a lot of things. And when we're saying, Jesus is saying in this Bible, in this scripture here, that when we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, when we humble ourselves right underneath it, is that that is a place that shows closeness to God. It shows closeness to Jesus. It shows an ability to put down our thoughts, our emotions, our wants, and we actually render ourselves to what God has for us. We humble ourselves to what God has. And that falls into a closeness of relationship, a trust. Not, and, and when you start to truly trust something, you'll begin to experience it. So it's no longer just intellectual, oh, I know God says this. We actually move from intellectual into experiencing it. Because when you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and you build that relationship, when you know God, when you know Jesus and what he stands for, you are in close proximity and now you start pursuing the one who gives peace as opposed to pursuing peace on its own. Too many of us, this is the path to peace right here, too many of us make a mistake of pursuing peace, meanwhile we should be pursuing the one who gives peace. Jesus is the one who gives peace, as it says in John. He gives peace in a different way. Not the way the world gives it, as he gives it. So why not pursue the one who gives peace? See, I'll give you an example. I have an amazing relationship with my dad, and also my father-in-law, who you guys know is Pastor Leon. Both of them are amazing men. Both of them are so open and genuine and giving. Giving is an attribute of both of them. If you go out for a meal, with, uh, with either one of them, most likely they'll take the bill because they want to give and they want to bless. 
I know if I go with my dad, he'll all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he'll offer hockey tickets. Hey, son, let's go to the Flames game. Let's go check out the Calgary Flames. Let's go do this. Or I know if my dad's out of town, hey, I can go. I can snag his vehicle and I can go drive around in his vehicle. It's a benefit of a relationship with him. But why is it a benefit? It's because I have relationship with him. Because I have a father-son relationship with him. Just the same with Pastor Leon, my father-in-law. I have a father-son relationship with him. See, when that relationship is there, it gives me access to the things that they have. Like what you hear? Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more great messages from inspiring teachers. You'll get to listen to Kenneth Copeland, Joel Osteen, Joseph Prince, and so many more. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. So subscribe, rate, review, and share. Now, let's get back to the message. It's a trust. See, it's now no longer just, oh, I know they have this. I actually get to experiencing it, right? I get to go and use them, which is awesome. But let's say I change the dynamic. Instead of trying to build relationship with them, let's say I stop spending time with them, and let's say I just focus on getting things from them. You might say that I'm actually just using them for things that, that I can get from them, right? That's what it'd be like. If I don't build a relationship, let's say I cut off a relationship with both of them, and I don't want to, I don't talk with them, I don't call them to see how they're doing, I'm not respectful of them, I, I'm completely heart hindering, or let's say I'm just not even building that relationship. But yet I walk into it and say, okay, Dad, I need the keys, give me the keys to the car, or no, you can pay for this type of thing. That's probably not going to go over so well. I'm probably not going to receive it like I could normally receive it. A lot of us treat God the same way. We try to pursue things he promises. Promises peace. Promises health. Promises breakthrough. Those are things that we set our mind and our focus on when really what we should be doing is pursuing a relationship with him. If we pursue a relationship with Jesus, the one who gives peace, the one who, whose name is greater and defeated death, greater than, than all these things we can come against, if we pursue a relationship, all of these things, they become ours. They become benefits. They become these things that just happen out of relationship. So as a mental shift for us, Let's stop trying to pursue certain things and let's pursue the one who gives all freely. Jesus loves you so much. He wants you to have it. But it's through relationship with him. It's through relationship. And the beautiful thing is, okay, just so I'm extra clear, this world is always going to have problems. You're always going to experience issues. There's going to be stuff that's going to come at you from the left. There's going to be stuff that comes at you from the right. There are going to be problems that arise. There's going to be people that's going to come against you. There's going to be diseases that pop up. And all of a sudden people are like, what the heck is this? There's going to be issues, unrest in countries. And, and, and there's going to be all the stuff that's going to arise. And if we're looking to all of those things to be good, to get peace, we're going to miss the boat. Jesus says, Jesus says, hey, this world is going to have stuff. It's going to have happened. But if you pursue me and build a relation with me, you will have peace despite the circumstance. So a person who experiences peace with Jesus might have 55 problems all around them. 
They might have 99 problems, right? They might have a ton of problems. But the thing is, the problems don't matter to them because they have peace despite it. They're able to rise above it. Just like the song, feeling good, like I should. That's what you will be feeling. That song could even come to your mind when you're amongst problems. Man, I got so many problems. Oh yeah, Jesus has already overcome the world. So I am feeling blessed, never stressed. That should be our mentality. Why? Not because of a lack of problems, because Jesus has already destroyed those in our life. Jesus has already beaten those. Go ahead and start. If you want to know what that is, I just love that tune. You know, feeling good, like I should. That is just an anthem that can come up when we have problems. Why? We've got a reason to say that. Because Jesus has already defeated it. He says, take heart, I have overcome the world. So let's fall into line of building a relationship with him and become experiential Christians of God's promises. Not just someone who knows it and once in a while it happens. Man, I would hate to be that. To know it, but not to experience in it. See, this kingdom of God, whenever the kingdom of God is referred to in the Bible, it's not talking about heaven. It's not talking about the future tense. It's talking about experiencing all that God has for you here on earth, right now, in the present. Despite the problems. Despite the issues that are going to come up tomorrow. Despite what you're dealing with right now. So you should feel good. You should feel blessed and never stressed because of what God has done. You know, there's an awesome story. You guys all know this, but I want to share it with you again real quick. You know the story of Peter when he walked on the water. I'm going to skim over it real quick. Go ahead and go look into it um, so you can, if you don't know the whole story. But for time's sake, there's a moment in the Bible when the disciples were out on the boat. Jesus was not with them, but he starts walking out to them. They were freaked out. They thought it was a ghost. Long story short, Jesus calls out to Peter and says, Peter, come. Peter actually gets out of the boat and he starts walking on water. Like, think of what he's doing here. He is standing on something that we all would sink in or swim in. He is walking on the surface towards Jesus. But Peter, after a number of steps, all of a sudden gets his eyes off of Jesus and he goes and he starts falling into the water. He starts to sink. His eyes become on the waves and the storm that's coming up. And his eyes get off, to Je- get off of Jesus and they go on to his problem. And all of a sudden he starts sinking. But what happens next? This is the beautiful part. This is a good part. I hope you're ready for this. It says Jesus immediately, immediately that's what word says, reaches out his hand and grabs Peter. Now, you guys have probably all heard that before. But the thing that stood out to me on this is that in order to use the word immediate means that you got to be within close proximity. See, you gotta, I got that from here right behind the camera. If I'm going to immediately help him right now, I need to be closer to him than I am. Right now I'd have to get out around the table, around the cameras to go and help him. That's not immediate. That's like 10 seconds, right? But in order for me to be immediate, he'd have to be right here close proximity, tight, within like an immediacy of each other. It paints a beautiful picture that Peter encountered a problem, encountered an issue, but who was there in the moment of his need to help him rise above his problem? 
Jesus was right there immediately to reach out his hand, pull him up, and pull him out. What a beautiful picture of showing close proximity. Problems are going to happen. But the cool thing is, here's the even cooler part. It doesn't say Jesus ran towards Peter and ran all the way over to go and pick him up. What I get from this story, from this whole thing that happened, is Peter, this whole time as he's walking on the water, what direction was he walking? He was walking towards Jesus. He was moving towards Jesus. He was getting close to Jesus. See, Jesus has already done everything that he's needed to do for us. He came, lived a blameless life, a holy life, set the standard, died on the cross, paid for our sin, rose again, defeated death. Jesus has already moved. And what this shows me is that when we move towards Jesus, problems are going to happen in this world. But because of Jesus, I can have an utter, beautiful peace knowing that if stuff comes at me, it might feel like I'm drowning in a second, but who's there to pick me up? Jesus. I'm walking on water and all of a sudden I start sinking, but you know what? I'm feeling good, like I should. Why? Because Jesus is there. I'm feeling blessed, never stressed. Why? Because Jesus is there. Jesus has already done it. So when Jesus says in John, these things I have spoken to you, that in me, See, he doesn't say in, in pursuing peace. He says, this is in John 16, in me you may have peace. And he says this, in the world you will have tribulation. You're going to have problems. Hey, as long as there's people on this world, there's going to be problems. But he says, be of good cheer. You know what's another way to say that? Feel good, right? Feeling blessed. He says, be of good cheer because I, Jesus, has overcome the world. If you, want to pursue, if you want to have a peace in your life, now I'm not talking about tranquility, quietness. I'm not talking about sitting there chanting and trying to get this temporary dislocation from world events. I'm talking about where you have this confidence that you can go through life whenever a problem comes at you and you can tackle that problem and you can feel good. You can feel blessed when problems come at you. Why? Because the solution and all that God has for you and everything that is encapsulated in the power and the kingdom of God lives within you. It is waiting to be released. It is waiting to be put out to destroy those problems, to defeat those problems so we can move on in life and bring glory to God. That is the path to peace. So anytime you hear that song, feeling good, like I should. And the second part is feeling blessed, never stressed. Think of it. Hey, problems come out the left. You got a new perspective now. Bring on the problems. <laughs> Bring on all these things that are happening. Why? Because I'm going to feel good. I'm feeling blessed. I'm not feeling stressed because of Jesus. And it's a heart journey. See, it's one thing to believe it, but we need to start experiencing it. And how do you experience it? You, ex you, you experience it by building that relationship with Jesus. Focus on Him. Don't pursue the things you want. Pursue the one who gives freely. Seek first God's kingdom. And all these other things we go after, they will be added to you. Why? Because God is a God of love. Doesn't hate you. He loves you. 
He wants the best for you. He sees the best in you. So my closing anthem, I've said it more times, you're probably sick of my singing by now, but I don't care. This song and this thing could be an anthem. I hope it brings back memory to you every time. Hey, if there's a problem that comes up, all of a sudden tomorrow it's like, oh crap, this big problem came up. I hope this comes to mind. Feeling good, like I should. Feeling blessed, never stressed. I hope it comes to mind because of Jesus and what he's already done. Hope you guys got that. This is a message that can help you. This is truth from God's word. I believe if we take this to heart, study God's word. See, the word, the word is Jesus. The word of God is his representation. Look into it, get to know it, love it, value it. When you dive into God's word, you will build that relationship. Talk to God, tell him how you feel. When you do that, you're going to start to get in this beautiful relationship that's going to grow, it's going to produce fruit in your life, and you are going to begin to trust who God is and who he says he is. And when you trust that, you'll be able to walk out a beautiful life of peace. Let's pray. Jesus, Father, we come before you in Jesus' name. Write this word on our heart. Help us to take this home. Help us to remember that we can feel good and feel blessed because of Jesus and what he's done for us. Holy Spirit, we know that you're going to do your work and continue to bring this to light. You're going to reveal things to us as we walk through this, God. We just love you. We want to become better people. Not only that, we want to know you more. So wherever people are tuning in from, God, I thank you that you love them. I thank you that your peace is upon them, God. Help them tap into it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Hit the subscribe button to make sure you don't miss an episode. You can watch more Miracle Channel features with David Craig on Corco Plus, Miracle Channel streaming service. Corco Plus has thousands of TV shows, movies, and ministry programs. Let me tell you about the Christian Living section. Every week, we take your favorite speakers, categorize messages by topic, and create empowering teaching playlists. You could watch a playlist on healing, peace, or prayer, for example, and hear hand-picked messages from speakers teaching on that topic. In one playlist, you could hear from Joyce Meyer, Andrew Womack, Joel Osteen, and so on. Go to corco.com to sign up for your free account in three simple steps. That's C-O-R-C-O dot There's no better place to find topic-based teaching than Corco Plus. It's Miracle Channel and more. We hope you were inspired by today's message. Be blessed.